0: Listen now to our prayer for illumination. Guide us, O God, by your word and Holy Spirit, that in your light we may see light, in your truth find freedom, and in your will discover peace. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Our first scripture reading today is Psalm 85, verses eight through 13. And you can find that beginning on page 543 in your pew Bibles. Listen now for the word of God. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his faithful, to those who turn to him in their hearts. Surely his salvation is at hand for those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Steadfast love and faithfulness will meet, righteousness and peace will kiss each other. Faithfulness will spring up from the ground, and righteousness will look down from the sky. The Lord will give what is good, and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before him, and will make a path for his steps. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Well, once again, good morning. I want to spend a moment just now as an introduction for our uh, scripture reading, and just take a moment to introduce myself. I've known many of you for years, but sometimes it's important for us to reintroduce ourselves, to tell a little bit about who we are and where we come from. So in a moment, I'm actually going to invite some of you to do this as well, turning and talking to one another. So I'm gonna model it for you. My name is Seth Thomas. I come from the Thomas family, but I also come from the Strand family, my mother's side of the family. My Thomas side uh, is of, my dad has four brothers, one of five boys. My grandmother, Shirley, and my grandfather, Bill, um, parented them, drove them all over the country. They were military brats. They were Uh, my dad was born in Georgia, but then lived in Washington most of his young adult life and has continued to live there He met my mother Sandra. My dad's name is Jim by the way Um, He met my mother Sandra and they were good friends in their church middle school youth group and then became high school sweethearts and my mother Sandra is the daughter of Harvey and Shirley and She has a brother and a sister as well. So I come from a large family on my dad's side there are something like 20-plus cousins of my generation, plus all of their kids, so we have a large family on that side. And on my mom's side, the Strand family, we, I have a number of cousins, a uh, little smaller group, but we were all very close as we grew up. We've kind of separated out. But we're all Washingtonians. I claim that I am a Pacific Northwesterner, a Cascadian, and have deep, deep roots in this region. It's a little bit about my blood family. I then also married into the Johnson family, who is members with, uh, of Stacy's family. She has a brother and a sister, and they have um, spouses and children. I have in-laws, and I have great in-laws and family and expanded uh, all around that. That is Stacy's blood family that I've gotten to be a part of for almost 16 years, two weeks from now, 16-year anniversary uh, for me and Stacy. And uh, Stacy is part of the Johnson family, but also part of the Folland family. And both of those families hail from the Wenatchee and Kashmir area. So we love going over to that side of the state and spending time with those family members. But then there's also this thing about family in my life that's about a chosen family. I've been up here in Bellingham for almost 20 years this fall, Um, came up to Western, and made some very deep friendships as a part of becoming a college student and then sticking around here in town. And so some of those people have become like family when family moves far away. You know, you, you have the people that you go to family reunions with and spend weekends with, but you also have the folks that you do life with. And so I think of my college roommates, who I spent years living on Garden Street with, who became like blood brothers with me. I also think about the friends who I worked with in ministry at co- in college ministry with The Inn, with students at Western who became so dear, you know, it's like the people you spend your day with become like family to you. I also think about the people in the churches that I've been a part of. I was a long time participant at First Presbyterian Church and Cordata Presbyterian Church, and now here as the pastor of St. James, I have family within those congregations. I look out at you all and I feel so grateful To get to serve as your pastor and consider you like family now family relationships are often complicated and there are good times and there are hard times but we are family together as the body of christ i'm painting this picture for you because in the text that we're going to hear from this morning we hear about what it means to belong in the family of god to be adopted and taken in as members of that as one body it is in Christ that we become this family. And then, in that kinship, we are then sent out into the world to be ambassadors of that family. This is the good news, that we belong, that we are welcome, that we are received as beloved of Christ. Last week, as many of you came into the building, I saw smiles and full bodies full of joy. I also witnessed tears, as we were reconvening as a family in a way that we had not done for over a year. Friends, we, the family of God, have been physically separated for so long and still feel that, and yet it is a deep, deep joy to return home. I hope you feel like you are at home here. I hope you feel like this place is a place that you can be safe and belong and be welcomed With this in mind, let's hear a reading from the first chapter of Ephesians. You'll find this on page 192 in the New Testament section of your Bible, Ephesians Ephesians 1, verses 3 through 14. And I invite you to simply savor these words because of their beauty and grace to us. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as He chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before Him in love? He destined us for adoption as His children through Jesus Christ, according to the good will, good pleasure of His will, to praise. His glorious grace that He freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace that He lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, He has made known to us the mystery of His will, according to His good pleasure that He set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to gather up all things in Him, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ we also have have received our inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of Him who accomplishes all things according to His counsel and will, so that we who were first set our hope in Christ might live for the praise of His glory, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people to praise his glory. Amen. This is good news, friends. And i'm going to be honest with you this morning this passage is somewhat difficult to preach on it speaks for itself in many ways god loves us and designed for us to belong in a part of be a part of god's family from the foundations of the universe this passage is the proclamation of the good news and it serves as a reminder for us when we are very often apt to forget. The next couple of weeks, we're going to be spending some time with these encouraging notes from the book of Ephesians. Sometimes we simply need to gather in Christ's name and be reminded that we belong in the family of God. Now again, I mentioned earlier, and before I move on, I want to say that the idea of family can be somewhat complicated and it can be a a loaded term or contain baggage especially in our culture we have this notion of the nuclear family the two parents the two and a half kids which I always think that statistic whenever I heard was very funny who's the half kid (coughs) Um, and you know a dog a cat but a family is much more complicated than that we, we may live alone, and, and, but we have a close-knit group of friends that we spend our days with that we would call family. Or perhaps we are physically or emotionally cut off from members of our family, people who would be our blood, and we instead find others who fill the gap in that way. Perhaps it's folks here who you look around you and you say, I have chosen to make family with you, with each other. Perhaps we are maybe the last living member of our family, perhaps of a, of a once large group. Our family has gone ahead to glory ahead of us, but our families live on in our memories. Family is complicated, but in its messiness, there's also beauty. I want us to try an exercise today, like I mentioned earlier. Um, I want to give you a brief opportunity to share with folks around you what your family is like. Who is in it? Where do they live? Perhaps you don't have blood relatives that you connect with very often. So tell us about the chosen family that you have. Tell each other about the people you would call your kin. I want to invite you to turn for a few minutes here, introduce yourselves again, and also just spend a few moments describing what comes to mind as we talk about family. There may be good things, there may be difficult things, but just invite you, like I shared at the beginning, to just give the couple of folks next to you a glimpse of what your family is like. I'll call us back together in a moment, but I invite you to form little groups of three or four folks and just share with each other for a few. And if you're sitting with your family, maybe um, connect with uh, another group close to you as well. Go for it. Let's begin to gather back together here. And if you didn't have a chance to share everyone's story or family thing, you can do that after service. I hope that activity was enjoyable. One of the things that I was thinking about as prepared for this was, we may spend a lot of time together in church circle, but oftentimes we don't get to hear a little more of the backstory of where each other have come from, or perhaps we're new to the community and haven't had an opportunity to share that with each other um, i often I, I was actually thinking as I listened along um, i neglected I, I have a sister I, I also forgot to say that I have a sister <laughs> who I love dearly and a brother in law you know like there I don't often get to talk about those parts of my life in certain contexts, and I imagine that's similar for many of you. And so it's important for us to just spend a minute and share about that with each other because it deepens the bonds of our own connections. And I wonder, even as you heard from each other, where are some of the gaps that people can name? Perhaps um, we don't have uh, siblings that we are close with, or perhaps We've lost our parents uh, due to age or um, whatever circumstances. And it's important for us to name that with each other, because then we can work to function in that way with one another. We can actually pick up and be that for each other, if that's what we would like. That's one of the things I love about being the parent of a young child in a community like this is that my son Asher has tons of siblings, aunts and uncles additional parents, grandparents, and you all function as a family for him. And that's so beautiful and important as we are the body of Christ together. I wonder also, have there been times when you have felt particularly close with the people that you would call your kin? And have there been times, if you reflect back, that you feel there have been particular distances, times where you've felt estranged or at least Uh, there's been a struggle to be connected. I wonder about that. I think it's important for us to play with these things and, and remember the way that family and community function so that we can then stand in and be with one another in the blessing of Christ's family, in those places where we need it. Friends, a few things of reflection upon this passage that I want to bring for us this morning. As I mentioned when we began our service, We are called together in the name of Christ to be that family. You heard it in the passage that it is Christ who, before the foundations of the earth, who has called God's people together. We are also adopted into that family. We may have felt estranged at one time. We may have felt distant from God or that we didn't belong in the church or that this family was not for us. But the claims of Christ upon our lives is that we are adopted, that we are grafted into the family of God. That doesn't matter where we've begun, but we are called into that family. As well, in our passage, we hear that we are able to, with the blessings of belonging in this family, discern and per- uh, understand the will of God, the leadings of God that guide us into our next steps each day. As it says, in Christ, the mysteries of God are revealed. The family secrets, as it were, are given to us as people who belong in the family of God. And that invitation to belong is for all people. As we heard as well, this work of God's family has an end in mind to it. That in the fullness of time, when all things are brought to their completion, There is restoration, redemption, and wholeness in the family of God. All things are gathered up in Christ. All things in heaven and all things on earth are gathered up in Christ. That is what it means to belong in this family. That is what it means to find purpose in this family. Now, the purpose or the way that the family of God gathers is often, for us, we call it the church. It is the picture of God's people here on earth and we think about this church and I've named it a couple of times already this morning that we can function as a family but I don't want us to think that this is the only way a family looks if you think back to how people shared with you or if you even think to your own story think about the families you've been invited into as a part of your growing up and in your life perhaps through marriage I'll think about my own family and recognize that Stacy's folks and, and community are very different than mine. And when we were married, we actually had to learn how to be functioning in each other's families. And it's been wonderful, I love my in-laws. They're, they're, they're great people, but it was for me a learning thing to, be, to learn how to become a part of that family. And so what I'm saying is, I wanna qualify that the way we do church here together is only one picture of what that family of God might look like. Perhaps another community does things differently But in the name of christ we all still belong as family you are invited into that family and have found it here i have a fundamental belief and i hear it resounding in this passage that the church our gathering in the name of christ is the site of blessing manifested here on earth this is the place for us to find that home So I wonder, for you, what does it look like to belong in this home? The church is a place of welcome, a place where each of us can find our place to exist. What does it mean for you to be in a family that is also safe? I fundamentally believe, and we find it in the scriptures again and again, that the community of God is meant to be a place of safety, of acceptance, of loving welcome of refuge. One of the, the things about our, our, our area here is we are in the neighborhood of Fairhaven. What is it like for the church to be a fair haven, a safe haven, for all who would come through its doors? And finally, a healthy family in Christ's way is a family of healing. The church is a site for God's people to be healed and restored. And so, When we gather, do we come wounded? Yes. Do we come hurting? Do we come tired? Do we come in lament? Certainly. But this can be a place of healing, of restoration. And that is what the hope of the whole thing is all about, that we are moving towards healing and restoration in Christ. Friends, hear the good news here, that we are called to belong in the family of God. God is moving through us in the direction of that full redemption and restoration. And we are a part of a family that brings home, belonging, safety, healing for all who claim it in Christ's name. We are no longer strangers as we have felt for so long that we are. We are no longer outsiders. We are no longer pushed to the edges. We are no longer separated from one another. But in the body of Christ, we are home and family. This is the good news for us today. Amen? Let's respond to God.